You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Recorded in Chicago, Illinois, with your hosts, Ken, Matt, Neil, and Jeff, this is Triviality. The cream of the crop! Hello and welcome to Triviality, the game where a lack of seriousness meets a little bit of knowledge. I'm Ken, and I'm sitting here with Neil. Hey Ken, what's up? How's it going? I'm sick. Oh no. Alright, I've had enough of this malfeasance. (laughs) All right, we're all here. This is Ken. Yep, uh, this is Neil. And Jeff. And uh, you were here. I was going to ask you guys how you're doing now. <laughs> all right, well, it's, it's, it's up in the air. We're doing bad. We're not doing too we're good doing today. Badly. We couldn't even intro sick. our own show. Yeah. That's correct. I uh, am a little sick. Ken is sick. Jeff's in despair, which we'll get to later. And uh, we have some special guests here to make us feel better, though. Uh, and that is uh, United States champion Kellen McGuire. How's Hi. it going? Yeah, I'm good. Doing okay? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So you haven't been on the show before, but we see you almost every week at Trivia on the Team Bar Wars, mm-hmm. uh, one of our trivia team friends, I guess, and super rivals. friends and rivals. It depends on the day. They're, they're one of the better teams out there. They are one of the better teams. With us. They often screw us, um, <laughs> which is a, a term in the game. <laughs> out of context for people that don't go to our trivia, that's probably a little alarming to hear. Yeah, there's a screwby card, so they screw us out of points often, uh, right. but only if they have Much to. Much like... Uh, I guess uh, if you played You Don't Know Jack, it's kind of like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's very, very similar. Yeah. But, Kellen, uh, mm-hmm. people haven't met you before, so why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Oh, sure. Um, I'm Emily's roommate who f- was on The Cowboy Code, if you remember that episode. Um, you have to remember that episode. It was a great episode. <laughs> it was a wild episode, Wild West episode. And I, I don't know, I work in the logistics industry, shipping stuff all over the place. Much Most of what I do right now. Much like Robin Williams and Mrs. Doubtfire, you're boxing and you're shipping. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm boxing and shipping and And you're pretending emailing. to be an old grandma. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the costume's <laughs> a little alarming for security at work, but they let it slide. Yeah, it serves no purpose. She just likes it. <laughs> and that's fun. that's Emily. Emily, we know you. Hey, We've been on yeah. the show twice, I think. Yeah. Yes. So uh, yes. people know who you are, but uh, any updates just on your life? And you're wearing a shirt that says, let's call the exorcist, which is great. It's a great shirt. Um... <laughs> I, I'm a really big fan. Well, it's, it's on the bottom. It says like things for kids to do or like activities for kids. Yeah, it kind of like, looks like the, the cover of a board game or something like yeah. that from the 70s. Yeah, there's another one that says let's summon demons. It's just a kid like laying in the middle of like a pentagram circle. I could see it as like the cover of a highlights magazine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. one of those little golden books. So it- this shirt's about all that's new with me. <laughs> um, I'm still a grad student, still a speech coach, still just living, popping still, around. Still writing trivia, still. Still writing trivia. Yeah. Still, ass, still being fun and, flirty. Yeah. fun and flirty. Fun and flirty. Fun and flirty, yeah. 
Uh, well, thank you guys for joining us and also for being Patreon supporters. We really appreciate it. Of course. Um, yeah. And uh, Emily, you actually wrote a game for us today. I did. Uh, I'm so back. she's back. Uh, and uh, the title of my document is Triviality Too Fast, Too Furious. So okay. <laughs> let's just set in the mood there. Well, uh, I think, Jeff, um, you and I can be a team today, if that's okay. Sure. I, I'd like that, Neil. Um, what should we have as a team name? I mean, how are you feeling today? Is there anything we can use? Um, I mean, not really. Um, you, you asked me how I was doing when I sat down five minutes late to our recording, and I just said the word despair with no context. So, And uh, I have uh, a migraine currently, so how about we be <laughs> migraine and despair, consulting detectives who are always upset and in pain. <laughs> <laughs> That's a rough industry right there. That's also the full team name, just so you know. This is my part. It must be referenced in full. Yeah, so you have to say migraine and despair, consulting detectives who are always upset and in pain. <laughs> Maybe All just right, the I'm first ready. part. Maybe just the first part. What would be your theme song? Uh, the theme song would be... Um, I'm hearing a lot of, like, uh, drawn bowstrings, like, oh, yeah. like, like on chopsticks. Basically, we take Yo-Yo Ma, and we lock him in a room. And we, we chain his wrist to his cello and just have him pluck strings for an hour. Is That's anyone familiar song. with the uh, sound design from Hannibal? I am not. Okay. No. Intimately. <laughs> yeah. Ken, no. you're going to be no. with Kellen? Yeah. Uh, we'll, be, we'll be together. And we're, we're kind of inspired by uh, something that was going on in our fan group, The Crop. Um, somebody had posted a great idea, which is swap out a letter of a TV show and uh, pretty much ruin the TV show with the new title. So uh, we're going to use a movie this time, and we're going to be Schindler's Lisp. The uh, tale of Oscar Schindler going to speech therapy. Could have saved more of them. <laughs> Liam I'm Neeson, so glad thank you, found you for a being here. Speech pathologist. <laughs> so Schindler's Lisp versus Migraine and Despair. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, uh, sounds good to me. Emily, before we throw it over to you, sure. uh, we have to throw it over to the rules guy. So let's see what he's doing today. The rules of the game are simple. 20 questions split into two rounds worth 10 points apiece. At halftime, there'll be a special swing round designed by this week's host. After regulation, players will enter the final round with the points that they've accumulated and will have a chance to wager 0 to 30 points on five categorized questions. At the end of the game, someone will be named the cream of the crop. You know that I'm the cream of the crop. What do you guys think? Wow, he makes a lot of eye contact. That took my breath away this time. Uh, so Emily, we're ready when you are uh, to get going. Cool. All right. Well, let's start with question one. Um, after starring in a very popular movie franchise, what actor has since lended his voice to shows such as The Regular Show, Robot Chicken, and Codename Kids Next Door? All right. We are going to lock in. Kellen knew this one right off the bat. Yeah. So immediately, I think Robot Chicken, um, I look at Seth Green just because he was the creator of it, and he's... He does most does, of the voices. Does Mila Kunis do voices in that too? I'm trying to remember Probably. who else is in that. I bet yeah. a lot of the Family Guy people come over. Um, but I do remember, since my brother loves regular show, that's the one with the raccoon and the blue jay. And there's like a abominable... Abominable? I can't... Oh, man. Abominable? Speech, help, now. Abominable. Um, abominable. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> that's a great Batman sound effect there, Neil. <laughs> uh, uh, anyway, you know yeah, what I'm saying. A there's a big snowman. And... Uh, <laughs> Do you know his name? And an elf that wants to be a dentist. And and yes, but I think he's voiced by Mark Hamill, or Mark Hamill is a guy who lifts weights on the show, and I believe he's also in all those other shows. So we said Mark Hamill. We also said Mark Hamill. It is Mark Hamill. He voices Skips on the regular yeah. show. It's like, when I first heard it, I thought it was Harvey Firestein for sure, and then discovered it was Mark Hamill, which is really nice. Skips is the abominable snowman. Abominable. There we go. 
Abominable. I feel like I need to be like an old announcer for that. Abominable. <laughs> that didn't even sound like a word at that time. That was worse. That was Ken's impression of Brian Regan. It was like a really deep reference. Can you do that impression? Not really. Oh, you're good at it, though. Hey. Hey. <laughs> All right. I'm so nervous. All right. Moving right along to question Big two. yellow one's the sun. Oh, there you go. There it is. There it is. I only know Moosin. Moosin. All right, guys. You just have to scream, really. It is amazing how clean he is as a comic. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I never realized it. Well, he showers every day. That too. <laughs> he follows the cowboy code. Thank God. <laughs> oh. He does. You're right. Okay. So, um, question two. Once again, competitive eater Joey Chestnut dominated the Nathan's Famous Hot Dog Eating Contest this past 4th of July. This is horrifying to me, but within 10, how many hot dogs did he eat in 10 minutes to win the title? Within 10, you said? Yes. All right, we're locked in. Uh, you can go there. That's definitely in range. This one? Yeah. Okay. All right. I we, think we might be only one or two off. Really? Yeah. All right. So if we're one or two off, then we have to eat whatever the difference is in hot dogs oh, together. And we have to okay. feed each other. For sure. lunch. For lunch. Yeah. Uh, okay. So I'll let Jeff take this then. Uh, we're going with 72. We went with 82. Oh, no. You guys were one off from being in the correct range. He ate 71 hot dogs Ooh, in 10 minutes. Yeah. So apparently Neil and I now have to eat one hot dog for lunch, which well, seems it somewhat reasonable. <laughs> it has to be Lady and the Tramp style, though, where we inch together. Aww, that's cute. One hot dog between the two of you. <laughs> Please, Patreon, don't make us use that as a bet, because that would be really bad. He actually holds the record, too. His record's actually 74 hot dogs. 74? Yep. He holds other records, like grilled cheese, chicken wings, cheesesteaks. He holds 46 world records. He's, I, I, I worry about him sometimes. I don't know if I could eat 72, 71 hot dogs in a week. I, I could eat I 71 could, grains of rice in one sitting. Wow. Maybe you'd be like the You're Joey so Chestnut brave. of rice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. Question three. What popular singer is actually also a classically t- trained flautist and is 100% that bitch? We're locked in. We are. All right. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Uh, that would be Lizzo. Yeah. Uh, we're going to go uh, with the truth hurting. It's going to be Lizzo. I had to put Lizzo in here. She's just been my inspiration the past week. Um, when she has she plays the flute and she twerks and she calls it hoe and twerk. Or no, flute and hoe. It's amazing. Flute and hoe? Flute and hoe. I don't pay attention to the caption. It's, of, it's hypnotizing. A lot of pop culture references right now that I'm not getting. It is. I'm enjoying it. But I have it. seen Lizzo before, uh, like a year ago. We saw her live? Yeah, before people knew who she was. Yeah, she's great. I, she really blew up, though, recently. So. Yeah, no, the tickets to her show are like were like $40 a couple weeks ago, and then we checked again, and they were like $185 each, so... I yeah. saw her for free. <laughs> there you go. That's the way to do it. Well, I want to fight you. Just kidding. We're, we're pals. We're friends. Barely even paid attention. Wow. <laughs> it's because she wasn't she wasn't fluting hoe. She wasn't you know? fluting hoe and whatever. Okay, guys. Question four. Aptly named glowing in Greek, Sirius is the brightest star in the night sky. It is also known as what uh, as what name for its prominence in the constellation Canis Major. Canis Major. All right, Kellen's uh, written something, which makes sense. Have you heard that, like, referenced? Yes. Okay. But I'm, now I'm nervous. No, go for it. Okay. We're locked in. Um, I don't know, Jeff. I'm, like, really... So, I happen to know that the song Sirius is the song that the Alan Parsons Project does that the oh, yeah. bulls come out to. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And that segues into a song called Eye in the Sky. And I'd imagine if Canis is a dog, maybe it's the eye of the dog. So, is anything... 
making any sense to you? The eye of the dog. The eye of the dog was the last thing I bought at the um, the spa. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> it was just a service at the at the spa. You basically you get a massage, and there's a dog with one eye that just stares at you for the hour. Oh wow! Um, I thought you meant you got a dog's eye, and I was like, what kind of like healing properties does that have? Yeah, I'm but some, somehow Neil came up with something weirder. <laughs> <laughs> Telling you, it's it's the migraine. I haven't taken the limitless pill. I haven't done it today, so I was thinking about it. But I, I wanted to see what would happen if I didn't. Mm. Um, so you want to go eye in the sky? Um, I happen to know that's the name of the song, but I'm thinking it's maybe the eye of the constellation. But I I don't. So maybe just saying the eye, like maybe starring Jessica Alba. Sure. Okay. So we'll go we'll go the eye. And we went with Dog Star. I took a guess because that was referenced in a musical. It is the Dog Star. <gasps> Yay! Mm-hmm. Isn't that Keanu Reeves' band? Isn't uh, Lassie the Dog Star? Isn't that a song by Crosby, Stills, and Nash? I think that's Keanu Reeves' uh, rock band. I think Airbutt's the Dog Star at this point. Well, dog there's no rule that says you can't have a dog in the constellation, so. That's true. All right, question five. A shipping container of plastic novelty phones fell overboard in the 1980s and have been washed up, um, have been washing up on shore in France ever since. What famous comic strip character are the novelty phones modeled after? I have seen this. I can't quite hmm. remember. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So 80s. I mean, maybe like, maybe they're Snoopy phones, right? Or or um, what's the yellow bird that bugs Snoopy? Woodstock. Woodstock, yeah. I remember a, a shipping container of rubber ducks. It doesn't like bother them. They're friends. The, the, Bert, friends? Oh. the Bert and Ernie style rubber ducks uh, spilling They're over and washing up in places. I don't know if that's maybe what you're thinking of. But. Oh. oh, I mean, do you know this story? No, I, there's a different shipping container full of rubber ducks. How many shipping containers are, are letting out into the sea? A lot of them. Who is supposed to? You're a shipping person. How is this happening? A lot of the plastics that have ended up in the Pacific Ocean specifically are, are because we shipped garbage to China for so long. Yeah. So... Uh, so, wah, wah. so Snoopy, do you think, um, Just you said, to live my role as Debbie Downer. <laughs> <laughs> what else did you say? Um, no, you were asking me about Woodstock, but so yeah, Snoopy, Woodstock, Garfield. I mean, I don't know. Oh, Garfield would be good. Given that we're sitting across from him. <laughs> I hate Mondays. I do. So I'll let you pick whatever you want to go loves with. lasagna. Um, uh, we can go through your gut with Snoopy. All right. Locked in with Snoopy. And uh, we chose my teammate, uh, Garfield. It is Garfield. You guys were so close. I actually have a, a, big, a picture of it. <laughs> I think oh. I actually have one it's of those little, phones. I'm never going to forget that. It's a little bit horrifying. Can you imagine walking down the beach? It's just a Garfield. They're still washing up. Like, there was a lot of phones. So 35, like, however many years later, they're still washing up on the beach. So if you're looking for one more reason to go to France. There you go. There you you go. get a free Garfield Free Garfield phone. phones. They don't work, but uh, good for display purposes. But what if they did work still? I think I actually have one of those. Our piano teacher used to give out prizes at the end of the lessons, and I think I ended up with a Garfield phone. I'll check. Oh, please. That would be so good. So are you betting uh, 1000 right now? No. We uh, we missed one. Oh, 40. Yeah. Okay. We missed the hot dog amount. We so, missed the gross one. So we, ha- we have to we have to eat eleven hot dogs. Eleven hot dogs. Oh, you can eat eleven hot dogs. I'm so good. if my math is correct, which it often is not, uh, Schindler's List has forty, and Migraine and Despair has thirty. Say the whole thing. And Migraine and Despair consulting detectives who are always upset and in pain have thirty. <laughs> Thank you. See, I can say that quickly, but I can't say abominable. <gasps> I got, you got it. it. All right, right. guys, moving right along to question six. Um, What is the only country in the world in which the head of state is a grand duke? 
Well, it's not Genovia. That's a princess. Ah, yeah. Genovia. Yes. <laughs> All right, we picked. It's a... also largely fictional. <laughs> they have a lot of pears there. All right, we picked a fancy country. The only duke I know of is the Duke oh, of God. Earl. <laughs> <laughs> I know that was coming. Um, so that's all I have. The queen rules Genovia, not the princess. Uh, sorry. <laughs> maybe uh, we're thinking maybe like a like a Denmark or a yeah I Austria like or let's go. Uh, the Duke of Denmark. I like the alliteration. Okay, there. we're gonna mm-hmm. go with Denmark. And I just imagined uh, some trumpets going, burr, 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 and then the Grand Duke of Luxembourg. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good one. <laughs> I, hate, I really hate that you're right. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yep. His he's got like six names. It's uh, Henri, Albert, Gabriel, Felix, Marie, Guillaume. Is and he's, he's Duke of Luxembourg. Princess. He's Ogilvy. always Genovia. announced by a fop. <laughs> yes, wherever he goes. But yeah, they're the re- only remaining country. The Grand Duke. I thought that was kind of interesting. Okay, so question seven. Um, there are five resources in the game Settlers of Catan. With six guesses, I'll give you two points for everyone you can name correctly. We're locked in? Yep. Let me just write them down real quick. I um, know nothing about this, so this is yeah, all me and, you. Yeah, me and Jeff play this game. Yeah, I'm on the same page let's, as Kellen. Let's, uh, let's bust it out again. We haven't played in a while. Shall we? Yeah. You gave up after I won six out of seven games in yeah, a row. Yeah, that was, that was <laughs> a fluke. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this game's so good. It's one of my um, all-time faves. Was it, though? I'm just kidding. It might have been. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get longest road? Because that's how you you gotta get longest road. No, I had uh, I had a city built fairly quickly, mm. and then from there it just uh, avalanched into several cities. Yeah, I've forgotten all my strategies. However, the resources are wood, stone, sheep, wheat, and brick. And as the sixth guess, I just put clay just in case I messed one of those up. Now, yep. Jeff, let me look at your list here. You said uh, the settlers of Catan were uh, Night at the Roxbury, Corte Romano. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's my list. Sorry, Jeff, go ahead. No, you're good. Uh, Emily mentioned Longest Road earlier, for which you'd need wood and brick. I haven't figured out why. And then the other ones are stone, wheat, and sheep. Yeah, so um, points all around for that one. They're brick, lumber, wool, grain, and ore, which are basically yeah. the, what you guys told me. They just use... Different words. Different words. Yeah. When we play, we call the sheep Boz. <laughs> so I'll trade you some Boz for, for your brick. Um, yeah, I think after this game, we'll all just sit down and play a It nice depends game on what the contempt. exchange rate shall is. We? I don't know if a, yes, a Boz and a brick are equivalent. I'll let, I'll let you guys play, and I'm just going to go go somewhere else. You're playing, Neil. Oh, no. I will I watch. So. Kellen and Neil intently. team up to play Settlers of Gratan. I want to see the how The game would never end. Yeah. Oh, no. How about some more Boz and give me some of that brick? <laughs> I just want nothing but sheep. I don't care about the rest of that stuff. <laughs> Kellen will hoard all the sheep. I want sheep. an army. Okay, so question eight. Who is the only character mentioned by name in the famous opening crawl at the start of 1977 Star Wars Episode Four? Yeah, we could probably figure it out. You said the only name that's in the opening crawl? Yes, when the, the yellow text starts scrolling up, there's only one character named by name in the whole thing. All right, we're locked in. Like so what are you thinking, Jeff? I think it's Darth Vader. You think so? Yeah. Uh, I was thinking, well, I was thinking it's... Uh, what it's do you all, think it says? I'm trying to remember. It's very political. All of those are like super um, kind it's, of dense. It's funny. They're either like super dense or like for children. Yeah. <laughs> I, I want to say it's either... I guess Darth Vader could be there, but I was thinking maybe like the Emperor. Like the Emperor Emperor Palpatine and or Senator. Uh. I'm trying to think... Maybe, because I was thinking Vader for a similar reason about it being political. They're talking about the 
precipitating events leading up to the rebellion, right? Yeah. Um, you know what? I'm not too sure. I, I'm just thinking it could be Emperor, but you seem your gut seemed pretty good for Darth Vader. You just want to go with that? Sure. Okay. Um, I'm pretty sure it is a political figure. It's a Princess Leia. Yep, it is Princess Leia. Pursued by the Empire Sinister Agents, Princess Leia races home aboard her starship. Oh, yes. that's right. That's mm-hmm. yeah. Yep, I remember that now. All right, moving on to question nine. John F. Kennedy has the most K through twelve schools named after him, but what president comes in second? Oh, he's a good throwback. I, I asked this time. question in Jeff's kitchen, like the second episode I hosted, but I don't remember any of them. Let's I hear this question all the time, and I was like, I should remember this, and then I never do. All right, let's guess what you wrote. Okay. So I remember um, the Look, list. You got like, the you got the big four, right? Yeah, you got like the Washington, yep. Jefferson, Lincoln. Yep, and probably Roosevelt. Maybe Roosevelt. I mean, my guy was saying Lincoln. Lincoln? Ah, okay, that's but, fine. Uh, but I could be wrong. We are in the land of Lincoln, according to Matt, even though it's the prairie state. But let's go Let's go Lincoln. And uh, we went with Jefferson. Yeah, it's Thomas Jefferson. Oh, boy. Oh, we just can't win him today, Neil. We started strong. <laughs> we just, we're just falling apart. That's all right. I it's believe the in you guys. the despair in the microphone. Maybe, maybe the this Garfield. question 10. It's the Garfield. It's the curse of Garfield. That's where we went all wrong. I got all my power from my Garfield phone. <laughs> Maybe this question 10 will help out a little bit. In 1993, what video game character became the first to have a balloon at the New York Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade? Unfortunately, the balloon was going too fast and crashed into a lamppost, and it actually injured some people. <laughs> but they did invite this video game character back the next year. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll lock. 1993? Yeah. I don't know if it'd be Mario. Mario feels like the right answer. But Yoshi, maybe? Um I'm wondering if it's like it's not like a Street Fighter, like I, Ken the, or Ryu. I, I That'll be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, my problem with that is that would be too cool for the Macy's Parade. <laughs> All right, so the Macy's Parade, it's it's uh, appealing to um, the most broad broad audience. audience. Yeah. So who, if you say video game, like who do you think of? Probably Mario, right? Maybe Pac-Man. Oh, that's good. I know it's like he would have been out about a decade. And it's a ball. But... It's an easy balloon shape. Yeah, I would think so. I like that. You want to go Pac-Man? Sure. Okay. All right, you said the balloon was going too fast, uh, so Sonic. Yeah, oh. a little little hint in there. It was Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, I thought there was a hint there, and I I didn't take it. Yeah, it it injured some people, but they still allowed Sonic back the next year. Luckily. How many rings did he get? On the <laughs> <laughs> How many rings was the lamppost? <laughs> One point per person. <laughs> we got smoked that first. Oh round. yeah, no, it's bad. What, what did you have? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so it looks like uh, Team Schindler's Lisp has 90 points, and Team Migraine and Despair Consulting Detectives, who are always upset and in pain, have 40 points. Now they have a reason. <laughs> we're, we're even, we had a reason before, but it's it's gotten worse. It's solidified now. Uh, so before we go to the swing round, just wanted to uh, let everyone know that you can come join us over at The Crop. That's where the reference Schindler's Lisp comes from. There is, as Ken said, a, uh, a thread on there, so you can have discussions with other listeners. You can have... Um, reactions to each episode this release and also news about uh, you know different people who join Patreon different Lots events of gifts. a lot of gifts uh, Lots events. of shenanigans that's, that's GIF not GIFT right not yet yeah, gifts. yes gifts yeah, there, there will be no gifts okay yeah no copies of the Katie Holmes film felt the misled gift. when I originally signed up <laughs> Uh, but yeah, join us over there uh, if you haven't yet, just to kind of uh, stay in the know. We, we post more on there than we do on our Facebook page uh, and Twitter, but uh, we try to do all of them at the same same amount. So uh, yeah, join us over there, and, and hopefully you'll join in on the shenanigans. I just also realized, where's Matt? 
Oh, uh, well. You know what? Forget Matt. I killed yeah. him. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Kellen killed Matt. So how did, oh, you, no. how did you kill him? It was, uh, there was a, a he ran I into shot my him, knife. but you didn't know who did it. Who until, done it? Um, he ran into my until knife. Until, until, until you confessed just now. Uh, yeah. Uh, who 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 shot Matt? Is the episode it's of the first, Triviality? It's the first uh, episode of our spinoff murder uh, related podcast. True crime podcast. Those are doing so <laughs> well these days. Matt. Who shot My favorite. Matt. Who shot Matt? Oh, yeah, God. those those murder podcasts are doing so well. Uh, we need to spin off into one. So, <laughs> all right. Well, we'll find out at the end who shot Matt. Well, I didn't kill Matt. Please don't call the now police. Now that I'm wondering who shot Matt, uh, let's wonder about something a little bit more. Uh, less important, more important, definitely less important. Um, did you guys know that Ellen was supposed to be called These Friends of Mine? Um, today's, the show? The show, yeah. Just Ellen was supposed to be called These Friends of Mine. Her mom wanted right? to name her These Friends of Mine DeGeneres. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what I'm going to do here is I'm going to give you the name that a TV show is supposed to have. Um, and you just need to tell me what... Ended, it ended up being called. I'm also okay. going to give you the years that it ran, just because I think that's a little helpful. Okay, that sounds good. All so, right. 10 of them for five points? Yes, sir. All right. All right, so the first one is Life and Stuff. It was from 1988 to 1997. Six of One, 1994 to 2004. Good Morning, Two thousand seven to twenty nineteen. Chicks and Dicks, two thousand one to twenty eighteen. Why'd they change that one? I know. Nowhere, two thousand four to two thousand ten. Jerks, two thousand five to present. <laughs> Alexis, Texas, <laughs> two thousand six to two thousand eleven. House of Comics, nineteen eighty seven to nineteen ninety five. And Teenage Wasteland, 1998 to 2006. All right, we're going to step aside and figure out these answers. Welcome to From Beneath the Hollywood Sign. If you love old movies, Hollywood history, or the golden age of filmmaking, you've come to the right place. This is the podcast that talks about amazing stories of Tinseltown from another era and fascinating conversations with writer-producer Steve Kubine and actress-writer Nan McNamara. One particular argument, he ended up dislocating Ava's jaw. <gasps> Ava, she was such a tough cookie. Rather than cry or scream or anything like that, she... Was, or call the police. Or call the police like she should have, exactly. <laughs> What does she do? She takes an ashtray and she knocks him over the head and knocks him unconscious. That's how she fought back. She didn't know what to do, so she called Louis B. Mayer. I think I've killed Howard Hughes. What do I do? Revisit a time when the pictures were still big and everyone was ready for their close-up. When you want Tyrone Power instead of Tom Hardy, Jennifer Jones instead of Jennifer Lawrence, or Robert Mitchum rather than Robert Pattinson, then From Beneath the Hollywood Sign is the gin joint for you. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. On our show, we help listeners like you make the most of your finances. I sit down with NerdWallet's team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. We answer your real-world money questions and break down the latest personal finance news. 
The Nerds will give you the clarity you need by cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. We don't promote get-rich-quick schemes or hype unrealistic side hustles. Instead, we offer practical knowledge that you can apply in your everyday life. You'll learn about strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. And you'll walk away with the confidence you need to ensure that your money is always working as hard as you are. So turn to the nerds to answer your real-world money questions and get insights that can help you make the smartest financial decisions for your life. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. So after a lengthy and tumultuous deliberation, <laughs> uh, all of our answers are finally locked in. Oh my goodness. I'm sorry to hear you experience so much tumult. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. So life and stuff. 1998 to 1997. No, life and stuff, Jeff, you said, what's that one Matt talks about all the time? Yeah, you know, because he loves the Beach Boys and Uncle Jesse. Uh, I feel like those were the years for Full House, so. We went uh, the other way and went Seinfeld on this one. Mm -hmm. This was actually the original title for Roseanne. Oh. Okay. Okay. Life and stuff. Hmm. All right, six of one. This is a weird title for friends, we're pretty sure. Mm -hmm. Oh, that kind of makes sense. Yeah, those are the years. Yeah, we just, uh, we weren't sure. We went with the number six and we said, let's add one and we went seventh heaven. It was Friends, original title. Good morning, Miss Bliss. Uh, we knew this one uh, because Matt talks about this one all the time, which is Saved by the Bell. <laughs> yeah, same same reason, Saved by the Bell. Yep, that he is Saved by the Bell. used to talk about these all the time. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Lenny, Penny, and Kenny. All right, so on this one, we thought um, Leonard and Penny are two of the characters in The Big Bang Theory, so maybe Sheldon or one of the other characters was originally named Kenny. We went The Big Bang Theory. Yep, I think we also settled on the same thing, Big Bang Theory. Yep, one of the characters was originally supposed to be called Kenny, but they changed it because they figured people didn't want to say, up next is Lenny, Penny, and Kenny, like, over and over again. it's really annoying. Yes. Yeah. It's more annoying Plus, than the Big Bang Theory itself. <laughs> yes. It probably can cause confusion with Kenny versus Spenny at that time. Right, and, you yeah. Know, obviously. The very popular show that a lot of people know about, <laughs> Kenny versus Spenny. There's a couple people in your audience that were just like, yes, you made a reference. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, chicks and Dicks. This one, I had a weird inkling that the original pilot was for New Girl. I don't know if that's correct, but that's what we went with. Yep, we also went with New Girl, and uh, if so, that's an unfortunate uh, original title. Yeah, your gut steers you in the right direction. It's New Girl. All right, Nowhere. Yeah, we deliberated about this one for a little while, but we kind of looked at the years and the idea of Nowhere, and we said Lost. I think you're right about that. We said Lost. It is Lost. Good job on that one. Um, jerks. Uh, we went It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Yep. We figured what's been running since 05, uh, where mm-hmm. the cast is a bunch of jerks. Uh, it's Always Sunny. Yep, it is. It's Always Sunny. And on to my favorite one. Alexis, Texas. <laughs> uh, Sweet Life is Jackie. I'm kidding. It's uh, Hannah Montana. Yeah, we. I think it was something to do with uh, someone owning that name uh, who they didn't want to associate with. So we said Hannah Montana. Yep, it's Hannah Montana. And for all of you that, I'm sorry to break the news to you, but uh, Miley Cyrus and Liam Hemsworth did break up. Yeah. Oh, that's right. I did. But I heard that they're still parenting their pets. Oh, no. I know. (laughs) Love is dead. (laughs) If they can't make it. Who can? All right, next. House of Comics. We figured this one might be Full House. Okay. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, because they're, yeah, Uncle uh, 
Well, Joey's the only comedian in the house. Right. Oh, yeah, cut it out. Um, yeah, we weren't sure, so we don't think this is correct, but we said Larry Sanders. That's Bob Saget erasure. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is uh, Full House. It was originally supposed to be about like comedians living in a house together, but they wanted it to be more family-oriented. More kids, yeah. We need a baby with catchphrases. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get a baby with catchphrases in here now. It's like 80% of the 90s content. Yeah. You, I think Triviality needs a baby that does catchphrases. No. <laughs> just find one. I already act like a baby, so. We just need to find the original bodysuit for the uh, the baby from Dinosaurs. Oh, no. And have it here. Not the mama? Yeah. No. All right. And finally, Teenage Wasteland. Pretty sure this is that 70s show. Ooh, that makes a lot more sense because for the timing, I think ours is too uh, too early. But we said Dawson's Creek. It is that '70s show. After the swing round, it looks like uh, Team Schindler's Lisp has gotten up to 135, and Team Migraine and Despair, consulting detectives who are always upset and in pain, are at 70. So we're still getting smoked. Uh, we're going to put a nice rub on ourselves and a little spice, and then hopefully by the end of this game, we'll be good enough to eat. <laughs> <laughs> What a great I'm, way. I'm excited about this new accolade that's not the cream of the crop. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a somewhat odd transition into my first question. About cannibalism? Uh, I mean, in a way, no, not at all. Um, in 1919, 2.3 million gallons of what substance flooded the streets of Boston, killing 21 people and injuring 150? Okay. Kellen is very sure, so we're going to lock in. Okay, can you repeat that then? Yep. In 1919, 2.3 million gallons of what substance flooded the streets of Boston, killing 21 people and injuring 150? You say 2.1 million 2.3 million 2. gallons. 2.3 million gallons. It's an edible substance. How? Anything's edible if you try hard enough. That's fair. <laughs> it's edible at least once. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think in here? If it's edible, I was thinking it was something edible too, but what would enough... What would 2.3 million gallons mean, um, I'm trying to think, in terms of killing, killing people? Like, it can't be chocolate or something, right? That seems like a lot of chocolate. I mean, people in 1919, though, I think were less... In Augustus Gloop? <laughs> what, would, what would need, or what, would, what could be transported? Uh, oh, my God. I'm having a aneurysm, I think. <laughs> um, if, if you were to transport something with 2.3 million gallons of it, what would you, edible-wise, what would you put in there? Like butter, milk, chocolate? I have no idea. <clears throat> I sort of remember there was a, an episode of, of streets running red with blood, um, like uh, from a slaughterhouse, but I, that may have been in Chicago. Um, that makes sense, yeah. The up the, the jungle. Yeah, around the Upton Sinclair 2. times. 2.3 million gallons of blood. Yeah, that's a lot of blood. And they <laughs> delivered it to the shining set for the elevator. <laughs> Everyone just forgot That's where it was it. going. Kubrick was so demanding, he demanded it would be real blood. I wouldn't, that wouldn't uh, human surprise blood. me. Human Yeah, human blood uh, of, of his critics. And they screamed at Shelley Duvall for getting it wrong. Uh, if it's Boston, uh, you know, initially you want to go, go coffee. You want to go, oh, it's 2.3 million uh, gallons of Duncan. But um, <laughs> it's boiling hot. <laughs> it's baked beans. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm just trying to think of what would kill kill people, unless it was just so heavy that it made people slip and fall in the cement. And I mean, Boston. Yeah, you think of coffee. You think of tea. Um, I don't know though. Uh, beans. No, that wouldn't be good. <laughs> I don't think you would. I, say, I don't think you'd quantify that. In gallons. <laughs> so Bush's baked beans dog just drowning in beans. <laughs> Do you want to go tea, coffee, or chocolate? I'll leave it up to you. All right, we're just for the all fact. Of my all of my toss up guesses have been wrong for the first half. So right, we're just gonna say coffee. 
And um, I am 100% certain this is molasses. Yep. It was 2.3 million gallons of molasses. Um, it, was, it was in a big container and it kept leaking and the people were like no don't worry about it we'll fix it and they just painted the sides of the thing brown so that people didn't notice that there was molasses leaking out of it and the townspeople would take cups and like get free molasses out of the leaking container hey there's free molasses down at the docks (laughs) there's a great chicago-based podcast called the constant that does a great episode on this um, whole thing the cleanup took like way way long it was horrible so if, tw- if twitter was around this would be like instead of people running to the atm with the cash spitting out they're all trying to pick up molasses for their jars yes. yeah 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 basically okay guys let's go to question two what is the alliterative name of the american gymnast that was definitely not impressed with her silver medal in vault in the 2012 olympics we're good um, i just need to place oh, it for oh. a second um i know her name yeah uh, i got it okay you got it yeah okay are you guys locked in? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Is yeah. Michaela Maroney? Right. Yeah, Kayla yeah. Maroney. Yeah, Michaela Maroney. Michaela. Michaela. Yes. We're, we're locking in with Maroney. <laughs> with Jenna, Jenna Maroney. <laughs> Why is that baby getting more attention than me? <laughs> it is Michaela Maroney. Are I'm we getting sure... docked points for the, the lack of the Mick? No. Oh, Emily's too I, nice. I, I say it doesn't I said, matter Michaela, at this point. Oh, you did? Yeah, Kellen said Michaela. Okay. You know what's funny? When this game started, I looked over at Kellen and uh, when she was answering every question right in a row, and I saw her sweatshirt, and it said Harvard Law. And I was like, oh, great. Now we're definitely going to lose. And then she like moved a little bit, and then it said, just kidding, under it. Yeah, it does. <laughs> but she's still doing really well. I've had like dads walk up to me on the street and be like, that's a great sweatshirt. Where can I get that? Oh, my God. It's on Etsy. So. It's on Etsy. Shout out to Etsy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she, I'm pretty sure she has a singing career now, much like the Cash Me Outside girl. I'm pretty sure Michaela Maroney tried to get into the oh. into show business. Hold on, let's not compare a silver medalist <laughs> to the Cash Me Outside girl. I don't know. Michaela Maroney's music probably isn't super great. Oh, no. Tell me if I'm wrong, though. I'll, I'll gladly give her a try. <laughs> All right. In Bob's Burgers, Season 1, Episode 8, Aunt Gail visits for the art crawl. What does Aunt Gail specialize in painting? All right, we're locked in. Yeah. I don't watch the show, so. Um, Probably nudes or something. I was going to say. Nudes or or, <coughs> or fruit or like baskets of fruit. Or maybe burger. Maybe food. I don't know. I've never seen the show. I so. haven't either, so. How about nudes? That seems like a good. Yeah. Okay. That seems that seems pretty typically. Can you be more specific? Geriatric nudes. Right? That seems That seems like really weird. <laughs> what, what would people want to do that for? Okay. All right. Sure. She paints uh, bee holes. Yeah. She paints uh, animal uh, anuses. Yeah. <laughs> oh. It's even more upsetting. Yeah. We didn't say human anuses. So I think we're no. off on that one. We have to be specific. I would have on the accepted anuses. just anuses. <laughs> Plain old anuses. Um, okay. Moving on <laughs> from anuses, please. Um, number 31 on the table of elements, gallium, was discovered in 1875. It's not named after its discoverer, but after what country? We're locked in. Whoa. Would that be... Is France Gaul? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. I, I'm not good at geography or science. I, so. th- I think you are right, though. <gasps> okay. All right. We'll lock in with France slash Gaul. Neil, I think we should just quit now. I know when I'm beat, because uh, I'm pretty sure the correct answer <laughs> is France. <laughs> yep. It is named after France for Ooh. Gaul. So sh- good job, Kellen. I'm Ooh. not into taking this many beatings in a row. <laughs> Those brain quest flashcards really were helpful. I remember those. I did those on road trips. Mm-hmm. Then we those got the, great. there's like a handhold console one. Mm-hmm. And my brother had the red one, which I think was math. And I had the blue one, which I think was like 
fun facts. Those are the ones that had know. like a hole punch in the bottom, right? And they were all yeah. connected. Yeah. Um, yeah. Did the fun facts them. one say ten, <laughs> 10 categories? I probably still have it. I should find it. You, you it won't let buttons. me. You won't let me say my speciality is fun facts. No. You? Okay. It seems unlikely. So. <laughs> um, I really hope that somebody knows this next one because it's one of my favorite pieces of information in the world. Um, Macaulay Culkin originally had his middle name was Carson, but um, in 2018 he changed his middle name after in- the internet voted for him. What is Macaulay Culkin's new middle name? Uh, okay, I have two guesses here. I have one, maybe. He let the internet vote, and he picked the top five. He chose the top five and picked one out of the top five. It's one of these two. I'm fine with either, because mine is nowhere close to those, and I'm pretty sure I'm wrong. Okay. We'll lock in. I like what I'm seeing over there so far. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. I just wrote down party monster and <laughs> <laughs> filthy animal. I, yeah, I have no Both idea. Both would be great. They would. Macaulay, filthy names. animal. Maca- Macaulay, filthy animal, Culkin. Yeah. Party Monster ring has a better ring to it, but it's let's go filthy animal. Okay. Okay. Uh, I remember this happening, uh, and I believe the top votes were, and I'm torn between two answers. Either it was Macaulay, Culkin, Culkin, or Macaulay, Macaulay, Culkin. Uh, we're going to go with Macaulay, Macaulay, Culkin. Yeah, it's, it's Macaulay, Macaulay, Culkin, nice. Culkin. <laughs> <laughs> So we were wrong, though. Yeah, yeah you were wrong. We were really but, close. But you so. were really close. Um, I have the backup, the other, um, the runners up. He was either going to be Macaulay Shark Week Culkin. <laughs> Shark Week's a good one. Macaulay Kieran Culkin. <gasps> I love Kieran name. Culkin. Macaulay the McRib is back Culkin. <laughs> <laughs> or Macaulay publicity stunt Culkin. So the correct answer was Macaulay, 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 Culkin, Macaulay Culkin. Culkin, Culkin. So you had the right memory, but just not quite. Specific. Sort of right. disappointed about the Shark Week one, though. Yeah. I know. Shark Week would have been a really good one. That would have been really good. All right. After five questions, looks like Schindler's Lisp is up to 175, extending their very large lead. And Migraine and Despair, the consulting detectives were always upset and in pain. Haven't cracked 100 yet, so we're at 90. I'm so sorry. And uh, we're about to crack <laughs> each other's so skulls. <laughs> Um, all right. Who was the first president whose mother, specifically their mother, was able to vote for him? Um, and then a little hint, some of the other president-elect's mothers had already passed away before uh, women's suffrage was mm. a thing. I don't know. Um, Let's just say this. Because everybody before him I could see yeah, not being a good fit for that. Okay. Uh, we kind of think we know the year and um we're gonna lock in with a rough guess i know nothing about presidents i wrote bush jr so we got 1919 right right and uh so the first year you could vote would be 1920 Mm -hmm. and that would have been the election of calvin coolidge um you wrote down kennedy i mean i guess his dad was still alive at the time i'm sorry would that be no would it be harding uh 20 2022 uh, Harding. Warren, Warren G. Harding. Harding was way too old, I'm sure, so I'm sure he's not. Well, Emily uh, Lover, also... Lover boy Harding. It could have been Hoover. He might have been young enough for his mom to still been alive. Well, she gave us the clue, though, that um, the presidents-elect might not have been voted on, right? Was that what you said? There are some of the presidents after women's suffrage, their mothers had already passed away. So, right. Yeah. I'm thinking, like, Roosevelt, for, for instance... He was already old at that point. His okay. mom probably had passed away. Um, Harding was older. Um, Coolidge and Hoover were both younger, but 
Um, yeah, um, t- whatever you want to choose, because I, I really have no idea, honestly. Because I mean, I put Bush Jr., which is probably very wrong. Um, I mean, she probably did vote for him, but um, I'm thinking. I mean, JFK, he was pretty young. We could do that. His I mom, mean, could he was been, young. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I, before him, Eisenhower was old. I'm mm-hmm. guessing his mom might have passed away, so it could have gone as late as JFK. All right, yeah, let's do JFK. All right, we're just gonna go with Hoover. Yeah. It was actually FDR. You did say the right answer. Mm-hmm. He was older, but um, Harding, Coolidge, and Hoover's mothers had all passed away before they ran, oh. so they were not able to vote for them. That's kind of mm-hmm. sad. Yeah, but Franklin Delano Roosevelt's mom was all up in that <laughs> voting booth. I figured Do we she know maybe. for sure that she voted for him? Oh, oh no. Yeah, show us your sources. <laughs> Check my work. Who was who his running uh, opponent? Does anyone know? I have no idea. No. Uh, no. In the first election? Yeah, which one? It was... Uh, hoover again oh and he got destroyed mm-hmm. yeah the 2019 tour de france um just wrapped up on july 28th with 22 year old egan bernal becoming the first latin american winner of the race what country does he represent all right we are locking in with a guess okay i have no no clue i didn't uh follow the tour de france um but my logic is always from movies so um <laughs> Uh, Gael Garcia Bernal, the actor <laughs> yeah. from Motorcycle Diaries. What uh, country is he from? I don't know. Because the Bernal? I want to say he's from Spain. I could be really wrong, though. I, yeah, I'm actually not too sure. Because um, Motorcycle Diaries... If he's from Spain, that doesn't help us a lot because they have a lot of Latin American influence. So Right. Oh, Latin American country? Yeah. Oh, okay. So then, is that what I heard? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm, I'm thinking um, Venezuela or Colombia. Okay, maybe Argentina. Those would be the three I might think of because those are the most populated ones. Oh, I like Argentina, actually. Okay, we can right. go with that. That's what we're going to go with. I, too, was just thinking of uh, Gael Garcia Bernal. Uh, but we said Mexico, just as a guess. Jeff said the right answer is Colombia. Oh. Mm-hmm. Just can't win on these today. Nope. I know. Maybe, maybe, on this, maybe on this one. In September 1968, the Beach Boys recorded a slightly altered version of what convicted criminal song ceased to exist, which they named Never Learn Not to Love. We're good. Yeah. Yeah, I think we're locked in. Yep. Uh, this is uh, Charles Manson. Mm-hmm. You went with Charles Manson. Yep. It's it's Charles Charlie Manson. That part didn't make it into that uh, biopic about Brian Wilson. <laughs> no. 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 They didn't want to. He Manson pulled a knife on the Beach Boys producers. Oh no! How out. out of character! <laughs> yeah, for I him. know. Yeah. That's why they stopped being friends. <laughs> so, all right. Oh, that's why they stopped. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, guys. Um, there are three hiking trails that travel over two thousand miles in the U.S. The CDT, the Continental Divide Trail, from New Mexico to Montana. The AT, the Appalachian Trail from Georgia to Maine, and the PCT in the West. What does PCT stand for? I have an idea. I was actually going to say that because it reminded me of something else. Something else I know that is labeled that. So okay, we're locked in. Yeah, we'll go. You said Pacific Coast Trail. I don't know. That just seemed like it fit. Sure, that's fine with me. All right. Yeah, uh, similar logic, I guess. Uh, seemed like it fit. We went Pacific Coast Trail. So it's Pacific Crest Trail. Ah. No points. No. I almost want to just be like, just get the points. But I mean, it makes no word. difference. We both it's get it right. We both letters. get it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> this so. would fit in that thread on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, okay. Final question of this very brutal round. I'm so sorry. Um, the 1958 song Short Shorts by the Royal Teens serves as the jingle for what common drugstore product? 
Okay. Yeah. yeah. All sure. right. You're locked in? Yeah. That's the song, Jeff. I'm trying to remember the commercial. It's uh, he wears short shorts. Yeah. She wears... Sh- is it uh, sunscreen or is it... Um, I don't know. I don't really pay attention to commercials. Just <laughs> <laughs> a capitalist just, just icon. Just like tune them out. But you can find it in like any drugstore. I can't remember if it's razors either. Because you would want to shave, I, I suppose, to wear the short shorts. You'd want to shave. But I mean, the logic makes sense. Um, you know what? I don't know. I know the commercial. Uh, let's just say Copper Tone. And we went with Nair. Yep, it's Nair. Ah, no, I use Nair on my eyebrows to get them just right. <laughs> what? That sounds so painful. Have you ever tried to use Nair, Kellen? I tried it once on my leg because my friend had some, and it was so painful. It it's did not really like painful. It. It's it really like horrible. It all. smells so bad. This episode sponsored by Nair. <laughs> and uh, the losing team will be putting Nair all over their body. No. Oh, no. Oh, God, Ooh, no. that's not a bad idea. Ooh, no. Maybe just, just like a section of a leg. Just one leg. I do it that is for a very bad idea. <laughs> it, it'll grow back, right? I'll do that for a picture. In high school, Emily and I had a friend who, on a well, game of odds, we got him to shave one leg. Just one? Just the one. So he I looked think, great. Yeah. Regulation is over. Uh, fortunately, migraine and despair consulting detectives who are always upset and in pain did hit 100. So at least there's there something go. to celebrate. So we got 100. Um, but Team Schindler's Lisp is all the way up at 195. So we're still in reach if they bet zero, which we're trying to subliminally put into their heads right now. Um, but uh, the game is not over. But before we get to the final round, uh, Jeff, we have two Patreon supporters in the studio right now that we very much appreciate. Can you tell everyone else how they can find us? Uh, over at patreon so if you want to be one of our patreon supporters you can do so at patreon.com slash triviality podcast there's a link in the show notes and in exchange for your monthly support of our show there's a lot of great things that we like to give back to our community including bonus episodes signed posters a lot of great perks there there's something for everybody maybe a special rules rating yep there are so many things uh listing them would be an arduous and painful task for you to listen to (laughs) so uh if you'd like to support us directly again that's patreon.com slash triviality podcast all right, Emily, what are these categories? All right, our first category is Ah, Real Monsters. Our next one's Rocket Power. The Wild Thornberries. Hey Arnold. And Angry Beavers. Now, if these are theme nice. songs, I'm in. <laughs> so I say we bet zero and leave their fate in their own hands. Whoa. That's the right play. I'm kind of down. You're down with that? Yeah. Watch the self destruct. They'll have to be perfect. Yeah. It's not about winning. It's about because they have a hundred points. <laughs> so the best they can do is two hundred. Correct. So they need okay. Yeah, they need to be perfect. Correct. All right, I'm in. Oh I'm in. boy. <laughs> All right. So you want to you want to yep. take that bet? Okay. Yep. <laughs> so before we start, normally we we say our wagers when we do our answers, but just for the record, uh, Team Schindler's Lisp is going zero to force us to be perfect with twenty points down every question. So that's what's going to happen. I'm betting against against these boys here yes let's see what we can do no guts no glory right oh man it's all down to this this could be a big garbage fire <laughs> let's, let's see <laughs> could be interesting. all right for ah real monsters this one really really sh- sends a shiver up my spine it freaks me out a lot the wolverine frog gets its name from the hair-like texture that it deploys as a defense tactic however it's not actually hair what in the frog's body is this hair actually compromised of so what in their body do they use to make this defense mechanism? Rocket power. On July 12, 2000, 
What company paid $1 million for their new logo to be displayed on the side of a rocket that Russia was launching into space? It looked a little too cheesy for my taste. The Wild Thornberries. What Dungeons and Dragons class gets their spells, including speak with animals and other magical powers, either from the force of nature or a nature deity? Hey Arnold, the 1977 film Pumping Iron partially follows Arnold Schwarzenegger on his quest for his sixth Mr. Olympia title in 1975. Who was his major competitor for this competition? Proud of Neil, he wrote that before. I'm getting getting nervous. I'm getting nervous. And finally, Angry Beavers. We know that beavers build dams, but their actual homes are dome-like constructions built from branches and mud. They are positioned in the open water for protection from predators and have an underwater entrance. What is the structure called? Ah, dang it. (laughs) Okay, we are going to talk about our answers. Everybody shush! William Shatner has something to say. Cat and Jethro, box of oddities. What do you do when the woman you love dies? Well, of course, you dig her up and you live with her. Aww. The show examines weird things. There are plenty of old photographs from this time period of children out in the streets playing in and among the dead horse carcasses. Oh, I miss those days. Things used to be so much simpler. Cat and Jethro. Then there's the urine wheel, which sounds like a really bad game show. They've done weird things. Cat and Jethro, box of oddities. That is really mysterious. Join Cat and Jethro Gilligan-Toth for the strange, the bizarre, the unexpected as they lift the lid and cautiously peer inside the box of oddities. The Webby Award-winning Box of Oddities podcast from Airwave Media. You can spend less time staying in the know about all things gaming and get more time to actually play the games you love with the IGN Daily Update Podcast. All you need is a few minutes to hear the latest from IGN on the world of video games, movies, and television with news, previews, and reviews. You'll hear everything from Comic-Con coverage to the huge Diablo 4 launch. So listen and subscribe to the IGN Daily Update wherever you get your podcasts. That's the IGN Daily Update, wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, so once again, uh, we have bet zero, uh, basically leaving it to Neil and Jeff to control their own fate. So let's see what happens in this final round, assuming they bet it all. We did. <laughs> Can't confirm. That was, that was disclosed before. <laughs> so 2020, 2020, 2020? Indeed, yes. That's correct. All right. Actually, we went five. Thir- no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. Um, what does the Wolverine frog use to uh, as a defense mechanism? What are they? We said bile. <laughs> <laughs> Show me bile. <laughs> uh, Family Feud knows what they're doing. Uh, we said uh, they were like bone-like structures. That's actually correct. Frogs, that frog breaks breaks its own bones and then sticks it out of their skin. Oh, that's right. That was on I've Good Job that. Brain, I think. It's the they scariest about that thing job. I've ever seen. I've definitely seen that. It makes me very nervous to talk about, so we're going to move on. So, Emily, uh, seeing as they got that first one right, I, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure they had three and four right away. So let's do three and four first cool. to add to dramatic effect. How of course. About Always. I'm all about the drama. Um, so what D&D class gets their power from nature or a nature deity? Uh, that would be Jeff. I don't know. Yeah, we said druids. Uh, 
Druids. I say yeah. that. I can't say Druids. That. It is Druids. Yep. If you haven't seen the Crap Guide to D&D videos, they're so, so funny. They describe all of the classes you can be. Um, so you should check those out if you don't know what a Druid is. Um, so this was question four, but we're going to read it now. Um, who was Arnold Schwarzenegger's main opponent in the 1975 Mr. Olympia competition? I'm going to destroy you. You're going to go home and cry because your arms are too puny. <laughs> Lou Ferrigno. It is Lou Ferrigno. I love that documentary. Yep, the Hulk himself, Lou Ferrigno. He's so mean to him. He is, He's he is, so mean in that movie. Yeah, he got in his head, though. He he, he had yeah, uh, free real estate in his head. And I like, see you're pumping your biceps, but the two puny will never beat me. I love that he's working out with his dad, and he's getting angry lifting weights to a picture of Arnold Schwarzenegger, <laughs> and he just gets <laughs> he just gets squashed real bad. It's, 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 a, it's a really good documentary, though. It's really good. Yeah, it's a great one. Um, all right, question two. On uh, July uh, 12, 2000, what company paid a million dollars for their new logo to be put on a rocket? Hey, we just said Kraft. Kraft, yeah, we went that way a little bit. Um, but we thought it, uh, it might have been a pizza establishment. And we thought between Domino's and Pizza Hut that Pizza Hut would be a little cooler. Uh, and so we went with Pizza Hut. It is Pizza Hut. <gasps> oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. This is the final countdown. Yikes. Here well, we go. it all comes down to this okay. question. Even if we get this last one wrong, I'm very happy with that. Don't, don't call it a comeback. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so what are beavers' houses called? We said dens. Uh, that, mm, sounds, that sounds good. That sounds good. really good. Uh, we just said uh, layer because it sounded brooding. You guys were so close. It's lodges. That's oh. it. Mm-hmm. Yes. You got the L. The L's. You know well, what? I don't even feel L. bad about that. That's very impressive. Well, you guys made, I don't even either. That's great. You guys did make a very strong comeback. Uh, we ended up with 195 as uh, as we bet zero. How about you guys? We ended up with 160. <laughs> really close, you guys. But uh, today, we will be the cream of the crop. Unjustifiably in a position that I'd rather not be in. But the cream will rise to the top. Oh, yeah. Yay. Well done. Yeah, I forgot you guys to too. in the beginning that I'm from Downers Grove, which is the hometown of Macho Man Macho Randy Mary Savage. Savage. That's right. So Excellent. It's all neighbors. All neighbors. We went to different high schools, but it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> At different times. In different In fact, he may have passed away before you were born. <laughs> when, no. when did he die? When did he die? Not that it wasn't that long ago. When did Savage die? Nine, uh, it was like six years ago. Two thousand years. Oh, was that recent? Maybe yeah. I was not born. <laughs> <laughs> Where are the babies that have the catchphrases? I need a catchphrase. I can't. <laughs> uh, Kellen, uh, thank you mm. for joining us today. You obviously oh, sure. helped your team uh, be victorious. But uh, any shout outs you'd like to give, or anyone you want to say hi to? Um, uh, my brother has a podcast. Uh, episode by episode going through the show the shield mm-hmm. that um love that show. if i watched the show i would probably know more about it to plug it but um that happens and uh his roommate is my our cousin luke metzler and you can find his music on spotify and itunes and all that he's very good and he's hustling really well and he had um a viral video where he remixed old town road to be about thanos and has like 18 million views. Nice. And That's awesome. So, yeah. Check out the Thanos video. Everyone. Yeah. yeah. And what's the mm-hmm. podcast name? Uh, I think it's called The Barn. The Barn. Just The Barn. Okay. So. That we'll, makes sense from what I know of, of Vic Mackey. Yes. Yeah. We'll, we'll put the, the, the actual link in the show notes. Cool. Yeah, for people to check out. And Emily. Hey. Any, any parting words? <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I mean, sorry, those are some tough, some tough questions, but you guys that really, no, nope. you guys really came Compete. through in the end. Um, All right, sore winner. <laughs> All right, you want to nice. cl- you want to close us out since you brought us in. For me, Kellen, Ken, Emily, Neil, and Jeff, this was triviality. Uh oh, the microphone's come out of its holder. <laughs> Let's talk about life and stuff. Freewheeling Neil over We've here. We've had a lot of fun here today. <laughs> uh, Jeff, you, you had a good... Um, you feeling like a stand-up? Is that why? Uh, no, I, once we get to the House of Comics, I'll stand up. Okay. <laughs> but, uh, 